1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else.
2: Welcome into the Happy Hour 501. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chrisello
3: Matt Scraby. Don't let him kid you, folks. He's not happy right now. No, I'm not. He just looked over his right shoulder and saw that the Lakers are losing to the Spurs by 16. By 16 in the first quarter though. So They're it's giving a long up way to
2: 31 go. 31 points to a team that's won 3 games all season long.
3: Yep. Not a good first quarter for the Lake show tonight. But it is a good uh, sorry, oh you going to mention no, go Mensa. Ahead. You got it. You got it. Okay. Uh been a great first quarter though for our guy Nathan Mensa. Yeah. Matt Soria from the Aztecs uh texting Tony with the good news. And here it is in the box score. Nathan Mensa making his uh, pro debut tonight for the Charlotte Hornets. He's played seven minutes and already has five rebounds. Sweet. Good, good start there, Nathan. I'm sure he's going to mix in a couple blocks at some point. Yep. I get some more minutes. A couple of block shots. Uh, he's tried one field goal, did not make it, but I he's love... got five rebounds in seven minutes. That's a great start. Love seeing Aztecs in the league. Yeah, really, really That's good.
4: terrific. You guys remembered when we did the countdown of our top five Aztecs basketball players, and I put Nathan Mensa in there, and you guys made fun of me.
2: <laughs> it was it was
4: first of all for clarity, it was an all time list. Yeah, wasn't put it. it was supposed to be an all time list. And <laughs> I thought you just, we were doing. didn't have a lot of. <laughs> I all-timers. thought we were doing best moments of the year. Yeah, you left uh, you left
3: Tony Gwynn out. You left Michael Cage <laughs> he out, left out. You left. You left a he left out some bunch of good people. players, but
4: yeah, uh, I no, put
3: Nathan he, Mensa in there. But though. it was good that you put Nate in there.
2: Yeah, Nate's in the NBA. Good for. Yeah, and this is shortly after signing a, a contract, a two-way contract, two-way contract earlier this day. week. Yeah. yeah, No, that's a good so start good for, for Nathan, him. Very man. good for him. All right. Uh, where are we going? Padres trade. Oh, Kyle no. Higashioka.
3: Yes. There he goes.
1: <laughs> he said, uh-oh. It's going to be like <laughs> <laughs> Kyle
2: Gashioka, uh,
3: You know what? Uh, um, let's let him get out of this himself. They do this to me all the time. What's the name of the uh, radio announcer for the Padres? Mean, no, I'm Jesse serious. Jesse Agler? Jesse, oh my God. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I didn't know if he was That joking. is the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I mean, I had like a block. It was like a board. What All about I could Jesse? think of was that his name started with a J. Um, Jesse's going to be doing... Uh, Linguistic exercises with you Higashioka. to work on Higashioka. Higashioka. Yeah. Higashioka. Yeah, that's what Higashioka. I wanted to say, but I made a big deal out of it. Kyle. But first, yes. But first, we got to talk about the trade.
4: Uh, do we? Can we talk about Higashioka? Sure. You? Yes. Yes. I'm just going to play the clips. I, I, I
2: already, I already my said on his Monday. name my, my, three <laughs> times, and I got it right. Don't do this to me. Okay. Kyle Higashioka was on with uh, Ben and Woods. Was this today or yesterday? This it was today. It today. Uh, and we got a chance to hear from the catcher who was uh, acquired from the Yankees in the Soto deal. He talked a little bit about the Padres' pitching staff.
5: Yeah, so um, you know, obviously Michael King is a fantastic pitcher. Um, you can see that by the numbers, and there, there's no denying that he's 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 a good one. Um, but I mean, as far as as far as Brito and Vasquez go, they're they're a little you know less known, and they're they were rookies last year but i thought they were fantastic especially for 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 being their first year in the big leagues in uh in a tough division and and you know on a, on a very tough stage um i was really impressed with both of them i think both of them came in with with confidence um they know how to attack the zone they know how to use their their pitches well and and put guys away so i think they're only going to get better and i was i was you know they, they were two of the guys where I I loved seeing them come in the game because I knew that I could I could get guys out multiple ways with them um, you know the the pitch package is, is excellent they both have sinkers four seams uh, breaking balls change-ups so I mean it they have a multitude of ways to get guys out and and they know how to do it you know I, I believe pretty well pretty well for how how inexperienced they are so i'm i'm very high on both those guys and then i've only seen um thorpe's videos but i mean he looks he looks legit too
3: glowing glowing reviews i would say yeah i mean that's that's
2: kind of what you want to yeah for sure and that comes from a guy that's coming from a guy who caught them uh pretty consistently and uh he knows at least the guys that he has been able to deal with personally. He
3: knows well. I
4: know. didn't know this, but I guess I did know this. But just I looked at his stats right now, and he, he did hit ten home runs last year. He had over thirty RBIs. So
3: Higashioka is a nice pickup. Believe, I, I think it's a perfect complement to Compasano. I, okay. I do. I, he's a good pickup. He, he played well whenever he was in there for the Yankees.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree. I think he's, um, I think you said it perfectly. It's the perfect backup. Perfect guy to platoon with. Platoon may be too strong of a word because I think uh, if the Padres have their their way, Caposano will get the bulk of the playing time in the at bats. But it's nice to be able to lean on a guy who, who's who's been at the big league level, done it, you know, done a good job in that role that he has, um, and he brings some experience in terms of with the new guys and. And, and can help Camposano with those guys uh that the adi- new additions to the team. so it's good to hear from him. He also talked about his opportunity and being excited to to play for the Padres. remember is from Southern California
5: so i have played with Prony uh, a little bit in the we we played together in the triple a all star game in nineteen, I believe and then carp uh, I played with a couple years ago That's and right. then so so those two guys actually reached out and, and that was that was really cool. And um but I played against Bogarts and Machado for many years and I can't tell you how happy I am to not have to call pitches against them. <laughs>
2: That's probably something that you get a lot when you're dealing with those guys. But that uh was the introduction introduction to Takao Goshi- Higashioka. Man. That's gonna be that is gonna be some um, some work this year on that. One. <laughs> uh, Padres also made a trade today. Drew Campbell becomes a Padre. He comes over from the Braves. In that deal, they send Matt Carpenter, Ray Kerr, some cast considerations. Uh, probably most important, I think. He probably I would say even more important than getting Drew Campbell is probably the eight million dollars they unload uh, by moving uh, Matt Carpenter, who opted into his deal right after the season.
3: Yeah, Drew Campbell's 26 years old. This is not a young uh, young prospect. He's been in the minor leagues for the Braves for six years. Double-A uh, last year, Mississippi was his home. Nine home runs, 30 RBIs, and 10 stolen bases. Hit two fifty four. So he didn't tear it up at double-A. But as we said, this is a... I hate to say a salary dump because that really kind of seems unfair to Drew Campbell, but it's kind of what on the surface that, it that, looks like. That
2: seems to be the, yeah. the thing they were going for yes. in this. So, stay
3: with me on this question.
4: Uh-oh. This, no, anytime uh, you start something, with, stay with me <laughs> because, on this question. Uh, but he came up under the Braves. Is there? Is there – like when Chris goes – well, he's played six seasons in the Braves' farm system. Is there any thought that maybe he didn't get a chance to move up because the Braves' big league team is so good that there's just no spots for him, and there could be guys that are out there that could be ready? I mean, you got you got Michael Harris in center, you got Ronald Acuna in right. They're not going
2: to switch him. You got uh, what's the what's the righty's name? Plays uh, you Laca. had
3: Rosario in left,
2: you have, but you also Ozuna oh, yeah, as yeah, well Zuna, that yeah. played a little bit of left. So they're, they're really, and that's not to say that that's the reason why Drew Campbell wasn't up there, but he wasn't up there, and they have plenty of outfielders. I think the thing you have to look at, it, he's 26 years of age. This isn't like a young, young prospect, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see if it, this could be a depth piece. He could be a guy that the Padres like. We don't know. We haven't heard from uh, the powers that be in terms of Drew Campbell, but it, it certainly appears that the money is the thing that. Was the most important thing on this one?
3: Getting rid of carpenters in the eight Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, we still got like four minutes to
3: go in this segment. In this, se- <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <not> <laughs> my segment <laughs> segment. Scraping <laughs> friends isn't until Monday. Yeah, Tom. I'm taking the segment <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Fair will tell enough. you, this holiday season,
4: you should shop groceries and baking needs in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. Well, that's good. Yeah, uh,
3: you took up all that time. Good job. The Chargers could, fired their.
4: Uh, well, coach. we can remind
3: everybody that Michael Walk is gone now. That's true. He's gone to the Royals. Two years, along thirty-two. With Seth Lugo, they both ended up at the Royals. Hunter Renfro, another former Padre, going to the Royals. Maybe they could reach out and uh, see if they can reacquire Franmil. Where is the Franmil? Unfortunately,
4: Franmill Fran did not have any success once he he's left in, here. Uh, the, I, I saw know. he's in the Dominican League
2: right now. Fran- oh, is he playing some winter ball? Speaking of winter ball. I don't know if you saw Toddie's
4: uh... Manny Margot just got a herco, and now Manny Margot's a Dodger. Yeah, he is a he is a came dodger. over with tire Glass now. Anyway, what were you saying? I was going to
2: say uh, Toddy has some new um, material up on his Instagram. They seem to be starting winter ball, fresh and clean, and ready to go. He's swinging. He's down there playing, and it, you know this this is part of the the, the reason why I think he's going to have a big year. Remember, he missed a lot of baseball. Came back, and he still was, I think, for missing that much baseball, pretty darn good. Pretty good. Really good in the outfield. Yeah, But I I think this is a precursor of this year, right? He's going to play winter ball. He's going to hit the ground running. And I just think a year back, I I expect to see full tilt Fernando Tatis. I wouldn't be surprised at all
4: if his name is in the MVP running at the end of the season. He's playing shortstop, which is... Kind of weird because he doesn't play shortstop anymore. I don't think
2: it's that weird at all. I I, I think Toddy has made no bones about considering himself still a shortstop um, and wanting to play shortstop at some point. And right now, um, he's also like the best outfielder in all of baseball by virtue of that platinum glove. So I don't think there's anything wrong with him playing short as long as he's still getting his work in the outfield. I have a hard time seeing him regress in the outfield from this point on. Uh, but I, I, I fully expect him to have a big year this coming year. I really do. All right. I'm I...
3: feeling good about Fernando Tatisji. I'm feeling better about this team than our callers and listeners are because we did a whole phone flaw, phone call Friday PCF. segment that bombed. Uh, it did not bomb. We got plenty of great phone calls. That. <laughs> bombed. It did not bomb. We got plenty of great phone calls. I didn't catch that at first. But no, everybody was calling in, panicking about the Padres. It's over. Like, it's, you know, we're we're totally done. Well, when when Jack Flaherty goes off the
4: board, Michael Walker goes off the board, Seth Lugo goes off the board, and the Padres really haven't made any efforts in our eyes.
2: They may not. Free agency may not be their thing. It may very well be trade. Mm -hmm. Just have to have patience there, buddy. All right, let's get to break. I got through my segment. Chris is up next. More Gwen and Chris. Here's some traffic.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
3: All right, 519 is the time. Welcome back, Gwen and Chris. 973 The Fan. Also on YouTube, uh, search for 973 The Fan. You can watch the show. Don't forget to tune in Monday at uh, 2 o'clock sharp. It'll be Scraby and Friends His two best friends will be uh, on the show with him. That would be Tony and myself. Uh, Just a little different flavor to Monday's show, so make sure you uh, tune in at 2 o'clock sharp. Uh, Scraby, don't go anywhere. I need you for this segment because we're going to talk about some fun stuff that you like.
2: Where are you going, Scraby? Oh, Oh, he's going over there.
3: This is what Scraby loves about the sports world right now, and he mentioned it earlier in our countdown of the top things that have happened this year in sports. What Scrabey loves is a good, juicy celebrity, athlete, marriage or couple. Bring it to me. And he's loving what's going on with Travis Kelsey. I'm uh, not necessarily loving. I think it's been a little bit too much, but You're So I loving looked up it. a list of the top five currently married celebrity athlete couples. Wow. How many of them can you name, Scrabe? And then I'm going to ask you. Oh, I got you, one. I got, I I got, got one. one that, you got a couple? I got, you go. Right. Yeah, you go. All right, give me a couple. Go ahead. Russell
2: Zoe. Wilson and Sierra.
3: That's on the list. Top five currently Man. married celebrity athlete couples. Yeah. Let's ride with uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra. Uh, is, is David Beckham in posh? Oh. Spice they are on there. Oh, wow. Is okay, Tony Gwynn Jr.'s upstaging okay. you. <laughs> He's upstaging you, Scrape. You're supposed to be all over this category. I actually don't. I can't really think. You of, can't
4: think of anybody oh wait, what who's about, currently married. What about Dansby Swanson and uh, Mallory Dansby Pugh? Swanson. Yeah. Who yeah, the, no. Who's Mallory that, Pugh. She She's, plays the, for the U.S. women's <laughs> national team. No, that's two athletes.
3: You got to go athlete, celebrity. celebrity. <laughs> oh. athlete, yeah, Athlete, celebrity. Yeah, I got three more eight. on the list here. Give Give me obviously, think Kelsey, you know Kelsey, obviously, Kelsey and. Yeah, Kel, but they're not married. Oh, two so shots. They're not married. One is a former Cy Young Award winner. And a Sports Illustrated model. Oh, so some uh, Justin Verlander Kate up Yeah, I'd say that's probably uh, yeah, way up they're... on the list. Uh, another is a superstar NBA player, former NBA superstar player, and his uh, actress wife. Uh, Grant, was... nope. No. Tony Parker, and they're mm-hmm. not together anymore. Oh, uh, I don't think they're together anymore. I'm looking for Dwayne Wade. Oh, and Gabrielle, Gabriel. Union. Oh. Gabrielle Union. And then one more uh, superstar. Always regarded as one of the best-looking, not necessarily the best tennis players of all time. And her uh, singing husband. Oh. Anna, uh, Anna Kornikova. Is she still married to Enrique Iglesias? Iglesias. there right, some that are no longer together. Give me some of those, Scrape. Wait, wouldn't it be Enrique Iglesias? Is he still married to her?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. You really? guys, unless you divorced them.
3: I I did my mind, I guess. (laughs) All right, give me some that are no longer together. Wow, he
4: is. 2001. You know what true love is out there, guys. There you go. We already knew that. Here, give me uh, some, some
3: good fun celebrity Chris and I couples that are no longer that. together.
4: Yeah, I don't necessarily believe true love's actually out there, but Um Stop. it is for you, Scraby. You I don't know. Don't I not close I, your heart. You putting me on the spot and I'm looking bad right now. Yeah, this is like right up your alley. Well, I divorced mean, couple. Was it Tony Parker and uh was it Eva Yeah, You want ah, that one? I'll yeah, give you that one. They didn't
3: make the top 5, but that's okay. I'll give it to you anyway. Uh, you got to Ooh, what about Jason Seahorn and Angie Harmon? Angie Harmon, Jason. Are they uh, split up? Let me see. It could see. be a split or are together. I'm not sure which way that one goes. Oh, I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. I believe he's still with her. There's one pretty famous one that just happened in the last year. Probably be one of the top stories of 2023. Actually, uh, which Kardashian? Gonna... Do the As, Kardashian. Well, the Kardashians someone? on this list. Uh, so Tristan Thompson and Chloe. No, Kim Kardashian, Reggie Bush. Anybody ah, remember that one? Yes, I do. Remember that uh, coupling? Did, did, well, not, end well. no. that did about, not end well. No. How about how about how about the goat? Tiger? No, not that goat.
4: Tom yeah, Brady and Gisele. Oh, Giselle. Yes. Yeah, that
3: is a big. De- yeah, that's yeah that's a that was big a big, big divorce. That's no longer together. Uh, we got J and A Rod. Oh yeah, they did break power up. couple. Yeah. J Lo or A Rod was...
2: messed that one up.
3: Yeah, he's very upset about that too. He should be. He's still upset about that one. Yeah, he said. Did he mess <laughs> it up?
2: We by, don't really
4: know, but.
3: We don't All really I know, know is. We have an idea.
4: Ben Affleck was there for the rebound. Boom. Ben Affleck was. It, ben Affleck seems like he's always there for a rebound of someone. Come on now. Good for Ben. Good for uh, Ben? Yeah, man. Maybe the Ben most, deserved true love, too. Maybe the first. He and, was married to uh, Jennifer Garner. Didn't he had work kids out. and was like. It okay. didn't work out. All right. Oh, what about. No, never mind. Go ahead, Chris.
3: Well, one of the most famous celebrity athlete marriages of all time. Maybe the first big one was Marilyn Monroe and Joe oh, DiMaggio. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That one got a little messy too. Yeah.
4: Did you ever see that Marilyn movie that was on Netflix? It was quite good. I finally watched it. Yeah, it was interesting. Quite for sure. good. Definitely Anna DeArmas, interesting.
3: Anna uh, Diarmas either got she got nominated for best actress. In there were a lot movie. of people did that did said really nice job. It was a disgusting movie. Why? Why did they say that? It told a very sordid tale of Marilyn Monroe's life, but that exactly. was her life.
4: Yeah, exactly. They said they didn't need to portray it that way. I mean,
3: portray. Okay, so they should have just—they should have lied her. about her life. it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah she Man. had the greatest life in the world. And nothing though. was wrong. She didn't though. Uh, I got one more for you, Scraby. You're gonna love this one. How about Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley? They are. They never got married though. Yeah, I know. They never got married. He was
4: also with... um, Danica Patrick.
2: Nope. After Danica Patrick. It was another actress.
3: Was he really? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers running around? Uh, Yes, he has. (laughs) Let me see. Aaron Rodgers running around? (laughs) (laughs) Making hay back in the day.
4: We're mm. in this day. I'm trying to find it real quick. Oh, no. Aaron Rodgers and his current girlfriend have rumored to be breaking up. Yeah, another one?
3: That's Mallory Eden's. I can't imagine Aaron, anybody wanting to break up with Aaron Rodgers. He's such a straightforward guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a straight shooter.
4: Um, I'm looking through some of his. Oh, Olivia
3: Munn. Olivia Munn.
4: Yeah. That's what I was looking oh, for. Yes, yeah. Olivia Munn. Very they good. did it for
3: a really long time, I thought. All right, well, Don't we have know. some fun going down that list. Oh man, going down. Aaron Rodgers. We're not going list. to keep going down this rabbit hole
2: here.
4: Of Aaron Rodgers is. I mean, he's done. He's dated some very attractive women. Let me just say that. Thanks guys, Chris. for leaving me here. you should have played quarterback, <laughs> not
3: backup defensive tackle. That's you know, all I can say.
4: You know, I would have been the starting quarterback of LCC's team, but Kevin O'Connell was there, so you don't you knock know. it off. Your
3: best friend
4: beat you out. Did you
2: ever play hoop in high school? Yeah, nice.
4: No. Well, no, not like high school
3: basketball. Now he dunked though. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm going to oh, yeah. touch the rim. You're,
3: you're not going to.
4: Dude, you're
2: 36. You don't you, you don't thank you for giving me 2 years. You're 38. Yes. See, even worse.
4: You don't you know your vert doesn't go higher as you get older. Someone said Carrie Underwood
3: and Mike Fisher. Yes, but nobody knows who Mike Fisher is. Yeah, who is. is Mike Fisher? He's a hockey player. Oh, uh, hockey well, it player. still counts. It still counts. Yeah, it counts, but I'm just it's not one that anybody really knows. Oh, isn't um, Hillary Duff with a hockey player, or did they get divorced? Uh, potentially.
4: You guys are out of my uh, yeah. You know who Hillary Duff, Duff is? Subject. I don't know Lizzie who McCoy Hillary
2: Duff, Duff is. I don't know if she was
4: married to a hockey player. I yeah. do think she was married to a hockey player, but I think they divorced
3: all right, a couple of quick NBA scores. Philadelphia leading Detroit 63-41. to That's third quarter. Pistons on their way to a 22nd loss in a row. Spurs might be losing ground because they're winning tonight. Oh, no. Over the Lakers, 51-37. to 37. What it happened to
2: LeBron? He got poked in the eye. He got Uh-oh. eye gouged. LeBron?
3: The, really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who's playing for the Spurs now? Uh, what is they, it? Uh, I mean, my man put his thumb is the, like... Is the, is the Iron Sheik now playing for the Spurs? <laughs> LeBron's just sitting there, in there with, like with like an a... eye gouge? <laughs> yeah, he's got an eye patch on right now. This <laughs> thumb went straight into his eyeball. The Iron Sheik. Doing damage to LeBron James. Oh, my goodness, it did. (laughs) It went into his eyeball. Yeah, Spurs lead 51-37 second quarter. Spurs trying to snap an 18-game losing streak. Tony's praying that that does not happen. Uh, Nathan Mensah made his uh, pro debut tonight for Charlotte. In seven minutes, he has five rebounds playing in the uh, first half of their game against New Orleans. So good on Nathan Mensah. We have our interview of the week coming up. Scraby is scurrying to find that interview. No, as I we know speak. What we got. All right, good. It's next on uh, Gwen and Chris. Earlier
2: today, the Chargers did what no one thought could be done.
3: Hmm. They fired their head coach. Yeah. Took them about half of a football game too long. <laughs> Richard Sherman <laughs> suggesting that they should have just fired Brandon Staley at halftime. Would have been pretty hilarious if he didn't even get to run out for the second half, but he hardly deserved to that, after that, that performance.
2: That would, have been a, that would have made our top five
3: list today of top 20, 23 stories for sure. I mean, they were down 42 nothing at halftime. Yeah. What's that speech like, by the way, it, in, it, the, uh, in the halftime it, locker room? I,
2: I truly believe that whatever the speech was, no one was listening.
3: <laughs> they weren't listening to anything you said before, during, or after the game. And it,
2: it's hard to believe that it, it was only two and a half seasons. It really seems longer than that, that yeah. Brandon Staley was at the helm. But uh, both him and Tom Telesco both let go, relieved their their duties, and uh, Giff Smith, the team's outside linebacker coach has been named interim head oh, he coach has. and he Joe... how about the,
3: um, how about the the guy responsible for the game plan oh no he was fired too i think too. he was fired too he was. yeah no, i'm just saying <laughs> i missed his name the but guy, he... i did too but the guy who got austin eckler 5 carries last night why why you work in the national football league why am i sitting over here 10 times smarter than you that's the that's the crazy part i'm glad you it. said
2: because uh Oakland's, Interim head coach um, Vegas, Pete, Las Vegas. Uh, Oakland, Co- you can me, still Vegas.
3: call him. To me, it's still Antonio, okay to call Antonio Pierce. Pierce. I think it's okay to Vegas is uh, interim head coach. <laughs> the Las Vegas thing still doesn't work for me. The the one thing he
2: said like immediately, like I think it was after the first week, was he was asked a question and, and he answered a little bit, but he said ultimately, I'm here to get the ball to the best players I have. Josh Jacobs. And and Devonte Adams, I gotta find a way to job get the ball as an offensive coordinator, right? We keep it simple. I think he said something along those lines. Yeah. When you and and listen, the 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 Chargers are they don't they have a ton of
3: talent. Yes, they do. They, Both they're sides, they're not. They're not. The cupboard is not bare. No. Khalil Mack is on that team. Derwin James, they they, I mean, they got Bosa. Bosa I mean they've got players. They got the young the good pick they picked up from USC the linebacker. Uh you can
2: as, almost as say well. that
3: Telesco's done an okay job at least getting talent notch talent. I don't know that he surrounded it with the right group, This but.
2: this seems it, it almost seems as though he was let go because he wasn't because he, he, he chose Staley and wasn't willing it seemingly to like move on from him when everybody was like nah. it's time to go. Well,
3: you don't cross Dean Spanos that way. He'll get the hammer down on you.
2: JoJo Wooden, the Chargers director of player personnel, will step into the general manager role on an interim basis. I
3: feel bad for Charger fans. I really do. Because Staley and Telesco went, but the two that needed to go were Spanos and Spanos. They can't be be let go. They can't be let go. Uh,
2: Speaking of of Dean, here's what he had to say. I want to thank Tom and Brandon for their hard work, dedication, and professionalism, and wish both of them and their great families, nothing but the best.
3: Whenever I get fired, I'm sure their great families are really appreciative right about now. Yeah. These, these
2: decisions are never easy, nor are they something I take lightly. Especially when you consider the number of people that it, it, that it, that they impact. We are clearly not where we expect to be, however, and we need new vision. Doing nothing in the name of continuity was not a risk I was willing to take. Our fans have stood strong through so many ups and downs and close games.
3: Each and every one of you. <laughs> <They> deserve <laughs>
2: more, frankly. They've earned more. Building and maintaining a championship caliber program remains our ultimate goal. And reimagining how we achieve that goal begins today.
4: Uh, that's some great social media stuff, right there. But yeah. doesn't it was mean it's on social actually media. going to happen. Two things about this: when I eventually end up getting fired one day, please do not have them write me. We wish him the best of luck because I don't want it. I, you don't Can wish I apologize me the best to
3: your great family. You you cannot because my family hates you. I
4: hate you. I never want to hear from you again. That's exactly what's going to happen. And number two, on their Twitter page. They don't use capitalization and it really really bothers me like we have we have re- we have relieved or we have parted ways with head coach brand Staley and general manager Tom Telesco with the W and we to start the sentence lowercase everything on this page is lowercase that bothers you can we? can, can Does we that stop bother getting, you, can can we stop taking shortcuts to hit the cat like we're gonna lose capital letters now forever because we don't want to do them
2: are you really wasting energy on being upset about this
4: yeah i saw it this morning i'm like this is a pretty like this is a tweet that <laughs> so needs- you've been stewing
2: on this since this morning yeah and you guys just spurted out <laughs> of me
4: it's just ridiculous you are
2: truly one of a kind man but
3: that doesn't bother you chris i know <laughs> the fact that they don't have capital letters. look in their tweet look buddy. i will say this i'm so anal when it comes to writing stuff though
4: i, I am can't too. do that i wish you would stop using that word
3: though <laughs> What, writing?
4: <laughs> no, the other one that you should not say again. <laughs> he
2: said what, writing? <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stickler for that type of thing, yes, too. Yes, I, read, but I'm over,
3: not... I do read over my texts and too. tweets before they're sent out, and I try to make sure they're grammatically correct before I send them out. Yeah. so uh, I'm not having a. But it a doesn't ramp- drive me crazy <laughs> right. like it is in for this the way guy it's bugging Scraby, Yeah. All right, Screevy.
2: Let's get I, to. I, I do. Uh, oh, one he's, last still, thing. he's not I done. He's not I, done. Well,
4: I'm on their Chargers page, but I do love that they put up a picture of the game from last night in 63 to 21. Like at that point, just don't even put up a final yeah, score. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it up. <laughs> one and a half thousand replies. Like it's just a bad you know, move. <laughs> you know what the replies are? there? Ain't yeah. Anything I'm good gonna enough. go click <laughs> on it here. Let's see what the first reply. This is a fun game. Let's see what the first reply. Oh. Oh, yes. Maybe you should borrow Otani from your baseball team to play de- <laughs> defense and quarterback. Spano said the team would get better in L.A., but.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know those are all hot takes right there. Hot takes. All right, let's get to our interview of the week. Matt Snyder joined us earlier before we get to that, or earlier this week. Before we get to that, here's some traffic Let's uh, jump to our phone lines. Our guest, Matt Snyder, CBS Sports joins us. Matt, uh, I'm sure you've heard about this Shohei Ohtani contract at this point, and uh, a lot of people. No,
6: what 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 is it? <laughs> yeah, like... appar-
2: apparently he's, he he signed this big $700 million uh-huh. deal and deferred 680, and people. Are losing their minds about the deferral
3: part Yeah, now, But he's going to lose his yeah. mind when the Dodgers go bankrupt, Matt. You just wait. <laughs> They're not um, going to get his money
2: for for our listeners, it, it, and maybe you can you can help uh, help some of the folks out here understand uh, the deferral. Right? He's making two million dollars a year through this contract. However, there's still a, a although not seventy million worth, still pretty hefty price tag that's put onto the dodgers right they're paying i think it's yep. 48 how does the math math here
6: uh, <laughs> i don't know exactly honestly like how you end up with because the luxury tax is supposed to be figured on average annual value right and that 10 years 700 million average annual value is 70 a year but it's something like 46.2 is right. what's going to count against the dodgers the luxury tax I, I honestly i don't know how that all the, comes together there with the deferrals. Um I, I'm not like a thankfully we don't have like an NFL salary cap and right. I wouldn't have been a salary cap guy anyway. Uh, I'm more like, hey, let me break down Hall of Fame cases. I don't need to get to the money. Um, do, do you but, see
2: do you see the same issue that some folks see with this deferral money in it and it no. helping the Dodgers? I don't either. I'm just I, I'm, I'm trying not to see what, what
6: what all. yeah, I'm just trying to see it's why not really, and that's the thing. It's not a hard salary cap, first of all. Second of all, Otani is essentially costing himself money by delaying those payments for years in advance when there could be a bunch of inflation, but there's no uh, interest added on or no extra dollar value. If he would have had the 10700 you know, evenly divided throughout the years or even front-loaded, that's a lot more money to him in the long run than it is the way he's doing it. So he's actually costing himself money by doing that. And he's not doing it so much to circumvent the luxury tax, which, again, it's not a salar- uh, not a hard salary cap. So who cares? That's just money um, out of the Dodgers' pocket. And you know the Dodgers' ownership has plenty of money. Um, but he is trying to do, like, you guys will have more money out of your pocket to spend in the current on free agents. And that is, I mean, it's relatively speaking, let's not paint him as Mother Teresa or anything, but that is kind of noble. <laughs> right, right. Matt, I want to ask
3: you about uh, Friday. Uh, from your perspective as a, as a reporter that's out there always looking to break a story, what kinds of things did you hear Friday? Did you believe, as many did, that he was actually headed to Toronto? Were you not quite buying that? Uh, take us through those 24 hours from yeah. your perspective. <laughs>
6: uh, I thought it got all kinds of stupid. I, did, I, I will say, honestly, I, I did think that he was probably going to Toronto, but I did not think it was to announce a signing because it didn't make sense to me that he had to be there just to announce a signing. I thought, because he just, remember the start of the previous week, Monday, which was the winter meetings, there was reporting and it was essentially confirmed by the Blue Jays that he toured their spring training facility in Florida, but he had not visited Toronto yet. So I thought he was just visiting Toronto. Mm. And then when there was that report that Kikuchi had like a reservation for 50 at a sushi restaurant, I I forgot about that one. Yeah, I thought, again, if that is actually lining up with it being Otani, that seems reasonable, and that totally lines up with him just visiting Toronto and not signing a deal. So I thought – I was even trying to to say to some of our editors, like, settle down. He's not signing with the Blue Jays today. I think he's just visiting. Sure enough, I looked like a genius then when he signed with the Dodgers the next day. Uh, But – I don't. <laughs> I wasn't saying any of this stuff publicly because I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not a great look on the people who who went a little crazy and thought it was legit. I also honestly don't think it was a great look for some other members of the baseball media to go crazy and act like it was such a terrible day by the baseball media world. There were like two people made mistakes, and it, it, at least John Morosi, who is legitimately one of the nicest guys in media, no doubt. straight up owned it, apologized right away, was completely accountable about it. It's not the end of the world, man. I mean, I'm sorry that some Blue Jays fans got their hopes up, but such is life.
2: Yeah, no, and J.P. Uh, JP did the same thing here today. He released his p- apology, and, you know, these things happen. They, these aren't the first two to ever do it. They won't be the last two, certainly, to ever uh, have one of these things go the wrong way. Now, let's talk about the, the whole idea that Shohei had basically a gag order. There was a lot of people up in arms <laughs> in that, but in essence— you can make the argument that it ended up getting to a number that maybe we didn't think of because of that. No teams had any numbers to compare it to. It was ju- true. It was just the, the the teams that we knew. We this is the first time that I can remember us not having a number to base this off of.
6: So, so the game that is usually played and and the best at it is Scott Boris. You always mysteriously see a, a leak that. It's always a Boris client, right? Oh, yep. I'm hearing now the offer is over 220 million, and not only is it teams X, Y, and Z, but there's a mystery team That's involved right. now. Yeah, the mystery team is Boris Corp. Come on. <laughs> uh, the the thinking was always, and it makes sense if a team really wants a player and they see a number out there higher than theirs, then they will offer higher than that number. Um, this might reset the curve there, in terms of. Nobody knew, so maybe the Dodgers kept going higher and bidding against themselves just to make sure nobody beat them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's possibly a new way to think about it. And like I have cautioned people on a lot of the reactions to this, like let's not go crazy with hey this sets precedent for for this this and this because yeah who else is Shohei Otani? Right. I mean nobody else is a, is a Cy caliber pitcher and all and one of the best sluggers in the league. uh So it's not like we can say oh. There's going to be so many more guys approaching 700 million. No, there aren't. Not for decades. Um, but as you mentioned, I hadn't even thought about it before, but it's a great point. The bidding process, maybe that will start to become more of the norm because it probably worked.
3: Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, is our guest. Uh, obviously, Otani is the big news in baseball. Uh, my last question on him. Take us through the Dodgers now for the next year or two. I mean, uh, yeah. what are they going to look like? Uh, where What are they going to do with him as a pitcher, you know, in a couple of years? I mean, they're getting two superstars if he ends up coming back to pitch, uh, you know. They need those, though. Because, yeah. So, <laughs> totally. I mean, I, what, where else do they still need help? Or I mean, because people are just, like, giving them the championship right now, and I, I don't know that that's not a jump not in the gun yet. a little bit. Yeah, no.
6: They can't be done yet because if you look at the rotation right now, remember Otani can't pitch this year. Walker Buehler is coming off Tommy John surgery. Then you've got Bobby Miller, who was a rookie last year and didn't get to 125 innings. It was like 124 and third. Their number three right now would be Ryan Pepio, 78 innings of MLB experience. After that, Ryan Yarbrough should probably be in the bullpen. Emmett Sheehan, rookie hit or miss. Then it's Gavin Stone as their sixth starter. They need probably two starters if they need to get where they're going to be. I do expect them to be all in on Yamamoto. Then they'll probably trade, you know, maybe they trade for somebody like Corbin Burns or Shane Bieber or Tyler Glass now, but as currently constructed, they do not have a rotation. Um, also, the back half of that lineup, okay, so let's be clear. Mookie Betts, Shohei Otani, Freddie Freeman, ridiculous. Absolutely absurd top three in the lineup. One of the best we've ever seen. It's three MVPs in the same lineup. But then you get Will Smith and Max Muncy. Pretty good to really good hitters depending on how they're going at the time. The the bottom of the order, James Outman, Chris Taylor, Jason Hayward, Gavin Lux. Lux coming off the torn ACL. Still haven't really seen him break out. A lot of question marks there. And they had a top-heavy offense last year, and they failed in the playoffs. And let's remember, Shohei Otani is not replacing all zeros in the lineup. He's replacing J.D. Martinez, who was an all-star D.H. who had a really good year last year with 33 homers and over 100 RBIs. So – I do think that they're going to get two starting pitchers. I do think they're going to go into the year as the best team in baseball and the World Series favorite. But I don't think that we should be going crazy and acting like they're the best team in baseball right now, or it's automatic that they're going to win it all.
2: They certainly have a lot of holes now. Typically, the Dodgers, the way they operate is those young pitchers that were okay to above okay – Get better the following year, and maybe yeah. that fills the hole. Maybe that's what they're thinking. But they certainly, but,
6: but they'll also be careful with their workload. That's
2: right. That's right. They'll certainly kind of baby them, as we saw them do, Udiest Uri, for a uh, quite some time there in LA. Who do you think the next domino? It seems like Yamamoto is the next yeah. domino to fall, followed maybe by Blake Snell. How, how quickly do you think this comes? Uh, comes together in either case um, here in the next couple of weeks.
6: Well, Yamamoto's got a date on it. It's not until January 4th, but he does have to sign by January 4th or else he can't come okay. to Major League Baseball this season. So I do think that he probably, they don't want to get up against that deadline. And it seems like there. the rumors are starting to get hot around him. So probably Yamamoto and then Snell after that. I thought maybe Cody Bellinger would be the next position player to go because he's the, he's the biggest name left. But he's also a Boris client. And I know there's a lot of, uh, questions about how real his offensive bounce back was last year in terms of can he sustain it moving forward? And when that's the case, it leads me to believe that Boris will believe Bellinger's offers are lowballing them, which means they, he's content to wait into January and February and hopefully not March. But um, maybe Matt Chapman on the position player side. Um, there, there are several teams that have some deep, deep ish pockets that could use third baseman. Help right now, maybe the Mets, maybe the Cubs. Um, we'll see what the Blue Jays do. I think they'll probably pivot to Cody Bellinger. Um, those are the biggest ones right now who should go next.
3: Matt, uh, who should the Padres sign, given uh, what's available, given their situation after the Soto trade? I don't know that they can be set on their starting pitching yet because I don't know that they nah. can guarantee any of these Yankee guys are going to – going to slot in other than Michael King. They now need a center fielder and a left fielder because they traded Grisham and Soto. Yeah. So where should they be looking based on what's out there?
6: Well, on the starter, and I've mentioned him before with you guys, and I still think it's worth kicking the tires on Lucas Giolito and seeing what kind of deal is being offered if if the Potters are comfortable with the payroll enough to do something like a one-year $20 million deal on Giolito. I don't know if they would want to do that, but it's only a one-year commitment. That would be something to try to reestablish value, not unlike what Cody Bellinger did with the Cubs last year. You reestablish your value on a one-year deal after a terrible year, then you hit free agency again. That's something that could be mutually beneficial. Um, In terms of position players, it's it's tough to know because you don't know how much money they want to spend. I mean, we've seen reports all over the place, but uh, there are some cheaper guys who you could take chances on who could fill a gap. I don't know what Michael Brantley is going to get, for example, but that's somebody a really, he's long hit for good average. He can play left field, but he's getting up there in years. Yeah. Um, and he's been hurt a lot the last two years. So you don't know what you're going to get. But again, if you can't spend that much money, these are the kind of risks you have to take. Yeah, Because then you can get somebody cheaper. And then you hope that there's big upside there. Uh, he's just, he's probably the first one that comes to mind there. If you're looking at, Somebody similar to Grisham, glove first with some offensive upside, maybe Michael A. Taylor, again, depending on how cheap you can get him. Something like that could work.
2: Yeah, the Padres' uh, options, or I should say holes, are are plenty. And the options, I think, are are few in terms of at that price tag. Uh, As always, Matt, appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us. Uh, We'll do it again. Maybe uh, in the next couple of weeks as as, uh, more people come off the board.
3: Sounds good to me. We appreciate
4: Take care, it, guys. Thanks. Yeah, Chris and Tony are yelling at me. I, I was not trying to mess it up. I was just playing devil's advocate. But why? I no, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh, I can't hear anything. There we go. There. That, I don't think Tony's been on this entire time. Oh, uh, nobody can hear me. Oh, well, listen.
2: This is the way <laughs> I do things. <laughs> he was Scraby was too busy fighting us in in the during that. Interview. Wasn't fighting you. <laughs> so, so we didn't get everything up. Anyway, that's the end of the week. We'll be back with a Scraby <laughs> featured Monday show. Scraby and friends. Scraby and friends, as we're calling it. Chris will be in Florida. I'll be here right next to Scrape, just holding his hand as he gets through this Monday show.
4: Sweaty. Yeah, you I'm do that. So. Better, yeah. All right. Chris isn't on either. So <laughs> Learn to work the board. <laughs> uh, you're right. That's my 2024 goal. Peace out.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?